0: Do you
1: guys hear about Kanye?
0: Oh, that he left his uh, concert? Like he bitched about... What's him with bitching about Jay-Z and, and Beyonce I and talking about They don't want to be his friend anymore. He's, <laughs> being, he's being like a fucking little
1: bitch. He's been. He's been a bitch for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then he got up his, and he's like, I voted for Trump. No, I'm, I'm, so he said he didn't vote, but oh, if he did, oh, he would have voted, voted for Trump. Oh, okay, well, Get I your shit straight. Kanye ain't mad at you. <laughs>
0: Fuck that guy! Yeah, fuck him. He's
1: an idiot. He's in hospital now, right? Why is he in the hospital? <clears throat> Supposedly, he got he got they he they eats? called the cops on him. No, like a fifty-one fifty, like a psychiatric hold. That's what? what I heard, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. after the the concert, because he canceled. Or so he he did like that rant. He did like two songs at that concert, and he just canceled it. And then the the next night was in L.A. And then like an hour before the show was to start, they canceled it. And then he canceled the rest of his tour, <clears throat> and then supposedly his doctor just they fucking they called a 5150 on him. That's what psychiatric hold, basically, like a danger to himself and others or something like that. <clears throat> He's probably swinging fucking some Louis Vuitton bags at people. Well, I'm a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> He's throwing Yeezys at kids. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Okay, don't throw the knees
0: Don't uh. well, call me back I know you just got people on me Don't break people Kill me I know you got heads To kill me Don't kill me But call me back I Just give me a call man
1: why, why Why can't you just
0: Be a man And call Well, well I well, I'd well, I be a man And i talk about this And cry in front of How come Beyonce
1: don't How come Beyonce don't call Instead of a play date Huh He
0: was like He was like To Jay Z how
2: come you don't
3: want these nuts? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <That
4: was bad>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to Therapy Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with. Beto Esparza. And. Joe Ramirez. And welcome back to this week's episode.
1: Before we, we're get, back- st- Before we get started. Uh huh. You're not going to pop a fucking quiz on us again, are you? No. All right.
0: Not, not like last time. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Quizzes have to be surprises, and if you expect it, for all I know, <laughs> for all I know, if you guys expect it, I could cancel it. Like once you say it, it's done. I'm just gonna expect it every, every week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you guys not like it or what? No, it's cool. It worked well. For the episode. Mm. I won, so it always revolves back to Titanic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's a funny thing though. Uh, yeah. I totally forgot to mention that the that Kojima purposely named Raiden's character Jack. And Rose is have his girlfriend be Rose because of Titanic, because he was a big fan of James Cameron
1: and a big fan of that movie too. So mm. Oh god, don't tell me he's gonna make an avatar game. Yeah,
2: that's what fucking this new one is gonna make.
1: <laughs> it's <strange. Yeah. laughs> It's the yeah. Avatars. Avatars. Yeah.
0: Well, let's get on to the most important thing in the entire world. Beto. What's up, Where you going, Phil? To my pad mm-hmm. for real's food na food I'm going to that. the store for what's up for you going to the store that's fucked up for oh, real's food for real food yeah food for real's food yeah food yeah, damn food that's fucked up that that it, that's that fucked is. up it's not cool don't never lie to friends I
2: I played a bit of overwatch the uh, I think I talked about it last time mm-hmm. Sombra, the new character. She's pretty cool. No, she, actually, we haven't oh, really...
0: We have not talked about that in a while. Oh, so... Really so. Well. Uh,
2: okay. A couple... Like, it was the last week, two weeks ago. Um, The new character, Sombra, came out. She's pretty cool. She's like this this dirty Mexican. Um, <laughs> 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 She's a Mexican. She sounds, I'm pretty sure she's Mexican. She is Mexican, yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, Which we could
0: say that because we are Mexican. Mm,
2: she's a dirty wetback. Um, <laughs> uh, she... She's fucking hard to use. She's really hard to use. I tried playing her. Um, Kind of like I got to get used to her. Her abilities are pretty cool. She's got like this teleporter. It's kind of like you throw like a grenade. Mm-hmm. And then it lasts like 15 seconds. And then like, so you kind of get stuck in like a, in a bit of a, uh, a, a situation. You can teleport back and go back to where uh, you threw the. Your little transporter.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can tra- like to transport mm-hmm. you, but you only have like a. I think it's 15
2: seconds. seconds. Uh-huh. So you can go back. But uh, uh, one of the things that's pretty cool that they added was the arcade mode where you can play one oh, on one, three on yeah, three, and six on six. So there's. It's kind of like um, before they had weekly brawls where they would have certain like stipulations like pick one character or a certain mm. one defense character or, 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 or not, rather not. Or, you pick all defense characters mm. And that's how you fight like With just nothing but defense characters So they kind of left They did that But it's random now So six on six You could play it Randomly So it could be like All You play all one character All defense characters Or it's like I, I want to say like There's certain like um Abilities that you can mm-hmm. That your Your ult, your ultimate Builds up quicker And all that stuff I think that's yeah. what you can do mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure I do not play it that much but there's there's a three on three and it's pretty fun. Like you just, it's pretty much last man standing. So it's uh, three te- or two teams of three on three, and then uh, you just try to kill each other. The, the last man standing, that team wins. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty fun playing that. One on one, I only put it once, but it was pretty. It's it's pretty cool because you you you're both the same character. Oh okay. So say like you got a like junk rat. You both both playing as junk rat and whoever. Whoever gets to kill first gets that win. So it's I think six rounds. Yeah. So every round you play, you're a different character.
0: Oh, okay, cool. <clears throat> it's
2: really fun. Um, uh, I played it once. I won one. The the guy ended up forfeiting. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he won three and I won two.
0: And then I was. Uh, and like he game, forfeited, he like he just quit. Yeah. He or? Just quit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. <clears throat> I thought you were saying that it was like he actually just went like I forfeit like you know, no, there's an option
2: or something. No, he just left the game. Um, yeah, I didn't get to play much of it, so just just that. It's, that was pretty cool. Uh, I did buy Pokemon <gasps> Sun. I've been playing that. I haven't played that much. I haven't left the whatever the city is. Uh huh. It's kind of like was it like Hawaii? Yeah. I got him. what the very first. Not the very first battle, but the main, like, big battle. Mm -hmm. I fought that one, and I won. Um, I ended up going with Lytton, the little cat, the red and cat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's cool, and it evolves to a pretty cool-looking character. So I just got that one. Um, One thing that I noticed (laughs) that I thought was pretty funny, like, it seems like whoever talks about my mom in the the game, (coughs) they all say, like, it, they make it sound like they want to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything like, but like it's just like like reading the text, like it just kind of sounds like they're hitting on her. Yeah, I oh, thought that was very funny. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I don't know, just I haven't played that much, so I want to I want to get more into so I can, cause uh, I I don't play these kinds of games. Mm-hmm. I don't play these games. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Pokemon. Yeah, I mean it's the second Pokemon I've ever, but yeah. like, RPG. I don't play RPGs that uh-huh. much. I just I just only playing because it's Pokemon and I'm not even big on Pokemon I just think it's pretty cool
0: yeah um yeah I so like I mean I'm but so far going from like X and Y to, to Sun and Moon like do you feel it's any not like a huge difference not really do you feel like not, not no. that I
2: noticed so far uh uh-huh. well, I don't remember at least I don't know mm-hmm. I can't think of anything like I mean the, I mean some of the stuff looks a little different like the the, ma- like the, the way the map layout is and all that stuff but I haven't noticed anything big. So. Yeah. I haven't played the the old Pokemon game in a while, so I really don't remember. Yeah,
0: that's all I've been playing. Um, real quick on Sombra, mm-hmm. like if if I remember, you can you can trap people's like health items, right? Like if you find oh, yeah. items, you can you can do something to them, right? You can hack them. <clears throat> so if you you
2: go up to it, you hack it. You hit, you hit a button, and it hacks the the health bars the health packages just like get hacked so you, if you use them I haven't touched one so cause I it's a, uh, you can tell when they hack it so like it, it kinda you, you avoid it mm-hmm. so when the other team hacks it like you're like oh shit I can't use that cause I don't I think it drains your life so um <clears throat> when you when you see it you see it like it's uh it's that I think the other team's color mm-hmm. and it's it has a little icon that it's been hacked so you, you can tell like oh i am fucking just avoid that so that's and then uh, the old ult, her old's pretty cool. Like it, it just shuts off all of their <clears throat> their um, abilities. So oh. say like Diva, Diva has that that a uh, barrier that blocks bullets. Mm-hmm. That'll be shut off. So you can't use it. All you can do is shoot. You can't boost or anything. So, oh so, uh, nice! It's, it's pretty cool. She's she's so far from what what at her, she's like overpowered. So, uh, so but she she does seem overpowered. Yeah. Nothing. What about you, Joe? Self-ful?
1: um n- Not too much this week. Uh, I played a little bit more Pikmin. Um, still enjoying that.
0: Oh, um I listened because you guys talked about that in um, the episode where I wasn't there until mm-hmm. I, I came in later. Um, Pikmin. You don't have to use the touch controls. Actually, Pikmin. Those touch controls got added in a year later. It was yeah. never available when it when it launched. Um, those touch controls were not at all available. And then when those touch controls came out, people were saying, oh, man, why didn't they just do this in the beginning? It's much easier.
1: Did so I can actually change those?
0: Yeah. Oh, change because that. when it originally came out, there was no touch controls until I want to say it was a year later and then they added it. Which like even the... people were like, why did they add it a year later? But whatever. People were like, oh, I like it yeah, better. It's crazy because it's, it's like
1: the base control scheme, mm-hmm. But um, I, I think it would be better. I actually think like the, the Wii remote... That method would actually work, okay?
0: I think you can do that.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I would. Oh, you don't it. have a Wii Remote though. Yeah, but um, just um, <clears throat> holding the con. Such a. I mean, the gamepad is kind of big. After a while, when you're just holding it like that, it, it kind of gets a little old. And then, uh-huh. like precise aiming, I've been noticing it's it's kind of getting on my nerves. Like when I'm trying to aim, especially something that fly, like something in the air. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is not the easiest um or not the best way to aim. Um, but I'm still enjoying it. It's it's a good game. It's fun. Uh, I would, you know, definitely would play another one. Um, and I'm going to continue to play that one. Um, also played, finally got started on Wonderful 101. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's awesome. That is a lot of fun. Um, again, there's, you know, you have to use a touchpad to, like, to you know draw circles or just to use it for specific things but so far everything that's that's been used for it's been pretty it it makes sense it's cool um it's just it's it's pretty crazy like when you actually (laughs) see all the stuff going on and uh it's it's pretty impressive i mean i know it's not the it's not the highest like detailed graphic fidelity like game wise but even so like, when you're going through that game and, like, the shit's going on, you're mm-hmm. just like, holy fuck, it's just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and, uh i And I'm digging it. I like it. Um, I just got... St- I actually only totally just got started on that. Um, played... Uh, I'm playing... I still played more Call of Duty. I'm almost done with the campaign. I should have already been done with it, but I didn't... I haven't played it as much as I wanted to. I'm, like, right at the very end. Uh, fuck, man. I actually enjoyed this one. Yeah. 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 Well, that's yeah, good. But, uh, the The... I know people were saying that they 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 and it, they are repetitive, but the dogfighting in space, um, like a lot of the space, you know, in your ship, air missions, or um, I, I dug them. I thought they were really cool. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little diversion. There is a lot of like repetition in them, but for the most part, I was like, this is a lot of fun. I mean, you really don't see a whole lot of of different enemy types. It's the same enemy enemies over and over and the same stuff kind. So I, I I get if you're. Just, eh but i had fun with them so uh, i'm pretty sure i'm right up towards the end of the game um i think i am at least right about the end of the game uh and just uh we'll probably finish it up by by this weekend and then i guess i'll i'll check out multiplayer <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll see
0: is that is it is <clears throat> is that it more of a thing like even if you don't play multiplayer, let's say you play through single player and you have fun with a. Does this have a zombies mode or something? It does, actually. Okay. Of course it you does. You have that, and we're like, oh, fuck, I don't have to play those anymore. Um, is this something where if even if you didn't touch multiplayer, you'd be okay with it? You wouldn't feel like you missed out on something or, oh, I wasted money paying whatever I paid for and not tried this feature out that's in it?
1: You as, get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, as far as. Single players go. It's definitely. I'd actually said that it's. It ranks for me personally up there with something that was. It was actually pretty cool. Um, best. I mean, I don't know if you're gonna call any Call of Duty campaign. You know, like a best campaign in anything. But I always like. I like back like Black Ops. The original Black Ops campaign was really cool. Um. And then just um, on Modern Warfare. I mean, and I actually actually now that I'm, I did start that the original Modern Warfare. Like just check it out how it was redone. And that looked pretty cool too. Um what I've seen of it. But I mean all in all I, I can't say I'm disappointed. Like I mean I know what I got when I got the game. I mean, it's Call of Duty. Um and it's and, and but like I said like Black Ops 3, I mean literally played like two hours of and was mm. bored. Was immediately like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like this. Yeah. Like and you know and, and you know normally that doesn't happen. But for me, for like, you know, for any campaign, I'm not, I'll play it, you know, but I would just, I was so bored. Mm-hmm. Nothing was like, even though it was like, oh, it's the new one. It just killed everything. Every, all the excitement after this game, was just dead. Mm-hmm. Like trying the zombie mode and i was just like, <sighs> and then trying multiplayer and then just like two hours of campaign. I was like, never touched it again. And, and you know, this one, you know, played it and, and I'm enjoying this one. So, you know, I, I would say all in all, I, I'm not regretting the buy. I guess, you know, I mean, it's expensive, but, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, it, it's, I'm having fun with it. So, you know, uh, I actually, and I want to try the zombies because you know, that I like zombies, well, even though I didn't like black ops three, mm-hmm. just in general, the whole eighties vibe and the whole, yeah, I, I want to try it out. And I know a couple of people that play, so I'm hoping to actually, actually get a group of people that I know together to try it out and have some fun with that. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm not regretting it, uh, the purchase. I would definitely say still so, low. Like if you really want a good, uh, you know, a, a good military type game, I would still say Battlefield One, hands down, better than Infinite. You know, I yeah. would say if you want a real good, I would go Battlefield One. Um, but Infinite wasn't that bad. It wasn't something <laughs> where I was just you know, why well, call it a piece of crap. I mean, I had mm-hmm. fun with it. Um, and then other than that. Uh, that's pretty much been it. I'm just getting ready for Black, getting ready for Black Friday. That's that's, <laughs> that's two days away, guys, from, from when we're talking here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um,
0: we're actually do, recording this a day after, before the day
1: before Thanksgiving. I, I got my new TV though. I did get that. I didn't yeah, talk about did. that. And that's that's been cool. That's been fun. <laughs> I like my new TV. at the big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's pretty much been it. Um, what about you, Jesse? What's up? Who? Um. I just tried out some games. I ended up buying a couple games, but I
0: haven't really jumped into anything. Uh, I bought The Witcher 3, the complete edition. Um, Dragon Quest Builders, which I did play through. I have been playing through it, and it's really fun. Um, it's basically Minecraft, but more with a story and and the, the, the Dragon Quest world. And I think I talked about it before, but it's basically like the ending, the bad ending of Dragon Quest 1, and then you having to rebuild that world that was destroyed because the bad ending was the world getting destroyed. And... Um, yeah, I got Pokemon Moon, but I think Beto's played longer than I have. I didn't really, I haven't, I just haven't had time to really, like, dig in and, and play anything
1: lately. Mm. You take um, shits. What's up? You take shits. Yeah, but then I look at my phone. Is that Prime Gaming for you? Like shit time? take shits, yeah. yeah. Not really, no. It's phone. huh you your phone. I phone, right
2: It's hard to play 3DS when you take a shit. Is it, though? Yeah, kind of, uh, I don't know I don't know. Because you get too into it and then you're in the bathroom for too
1: How many restrooms do you have? Hmm? How many restrooms do you 17. have? 17. Should be a problem then.
2: <coughs>
1: <Yeah. coughs> got a mansion.
0: I did, though. What I have played and I want to get back into it. Uh, I ended up getting Titanfall 2. Titanfall and Titanfall and Titanfall. then when, that, when, when I popped it in you know installed did all it needed to do um i played it right away and right off the bat i thought this game i don't like it right now because they did the live action you know actually recording people in the actual like suits like the not the soldier suits not in the giant mechs just kind of like what they do with the, uh, the Halo commercials when they, like, actually record actual actors in suits. It just looks super cheesy. I don't know why they don't just use the CGI. Like, it's just, it's just people, you know, acting, pretending that there's, you know, you know, monsters, mechs coming. It just looks super cheesy, and it starts, like, my Titanfall 2 starts off of that, that way with that like, live-action cinematic, and it completely took me out of the game right off the bat. I just don't like those. Those never look really good to me. They just look really bad. So, um right away i like my excitement for titanfall 2 dropped right to the floor i was like oh whatever it starts off in the game and you're getting trained by by this guy and you go into a virtual world to kind of like learn how to shoot how to climb walls and all that but even after that after that really shitty don't really like how that live action intro was the game itself the actual game the visuals the gameplay got me right back in i really like titanfall 2. I just barely started the campaign and just everything was like kind of how the story was building up. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but you have to kind of, you take control of a mech, but before you can take control of the mech, you need to like get, um, get its batteries. So you have to go to different locations on the map to pick up these batteries. And I just like, I ended up ending it where, uh, you actually take control of the mech, but the build up of the story and the campaign that's going so far was really interesting. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, but do I want to, I want to probably this weekend get it started. Mm. try to play it out a little bit see how that goes i'm um, looking forward to it though it looks everything i read is really good and, yeah yeah you know, it's kind of it sucks though that it it looks like it's such a good game and, and everything but it was pretty much put out there kind of to die yeah <laughs> after battlefield one and everything and it, you know you gotta wonder like that's the sucky thing about it yeah what's the purpose like why is that he is he's like no this is a franchise it's gonna continue to grow or they're gonna continue with it but it's like but if you feel that way, why wouldn't why wouldn't you give it a better spot, mm-hmm. <laughs> or why wouldn't you give it a you know? Well, it's
0: crazy too because it's it's weird and it's something that I had to deal with when I worked at a game store. That <laughs> no matter what, and it's funny because you kind of brought this up earlier. <clears throat> I think they kind of messed up by calling it Titanfall Two. They should have just called it something else. I think they can, you know they shouldn't have called it Titanfall Two because I, I don't know what it is with some people. Like, even I remember when when Red Dead Redemption was coming out. A lot of people go like, well, I, didn't, I haven't played Red Dead Revolver. I'm like, oh, that has nothing to do with the game. Like, at all. Like, doesn't matter. It's a completely different story. Oh, but I haven't played it. No, I know. Like, you don't have to. It, ha- it has nothing to do with it. But there, it's a Rockstar game. No, I know. It was originally a Capcom game. Rockstar took it messed with it, didn't do anything for it for years. Now they're using that and making their own game. It has nothing to do with the first one. Oh, but I haven't played it. Now, Red Dead Redemption is a different story because it ended up selling like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> but people, people are like that. They they hesitate. Sometimes they hesitate to buy something if it has a number two and they haven't played a number one, which makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Unless there's, like, it, it's it's a game with with a, a big story, but titanfall 1 wasn't it was titanfall 1 was just multiplayer and it had a story multiplayer mode but it didn't really do anything not like not like titanfall 2 so it really sucks that that happened and it sucks that they ended up releasing it during you know this very competitive holiday season time with other games especially more ea games too up against it as well like battlefield it would have been a great game to come out and but the, the last week of January or the beginning of mm. February would have been awesome all those people with their holiday gift cards can use it you know to buy Titanfall 2 in January or February but yeah no so far I'm liking the game and it sucks it's not doing that well
1: Well, i hope they say to their word i mean they say it's a franchise that they want to continue to grow so hopefully this isn't the end of it and you know hopefully
0: ea notices that they made a mistake
1: well and they shouldn't
0: judge the sales because it got reviewed really well Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't judge the sales by not making another game and they can
1: still make a push you know in in the coming year i mean maybe it doesn't it's not one of those games that sells uh you know great off the bat because it's been overshadowed but Mm -hmm. you know they just if it maintains steam this time, this this game compared to the first one, which you know, came out and is like, oh, it's Titanfall, and then just lost steam. Like, if they can, can at least maintain some sort of like keep the game popular in in whatever way, you know, it, it may not all be for a loss. Kind of like how I know it's a different subject, but like Square Enix, how they were so disappointed with Hitman and and uh, the Tomb Raider reboot. They're just like, oh, it didn't do, it didn't sell what we wanted, and they were so disappointed. And then mm. like a year later, they're like actually did it, giving it time not just basing it off of first month sales mm-hmm. they're like oh it, it actually did okay mm-hmm. so hopefully titanfall is one of those games that can do that you know
0: yeah
1: <clears throat> all right well that's
0: gonna be it we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with news so see you in a bit Welcome back and it's time for news. <laughs> Sony bans gamer for sharing full frontal nudity Watch Dogs 2 images. Sharing screenshots of footage of Watch Dogs 2 full frontal nudity may get your account suspended by Sony. After accidentally taking down some female NPCs during a playthrough of Ubisoft's new open-world shooter, Adam, a UK uh, UK QA tester, used the PlayStation 4 share feature to screenshot a a fallen character seemingly wearing crotchless panties. On Sunday evening, I accidentally blew up a few women in a back alley with a gas pipe and then I saw it, Adam wrote on NeoGAF. I took a picture of this funny oversight with the in-game camera and shared it on Twitter for my friends to see. And I posted it on one of the watchdog's early release threads on here. Cut to tonight where I can't access any services while playing the game. And then when I tried to sign in, there was a very brief message about my account being suspended. PlayStation Network's terms of services make it clear that defamatory or offensive material breached your contract, stating that users should not share anything that is vulgar or use community features to harm or alarm anyone. Content of an adult. Or sexual nature is against our conduct code of conduct Sonny says so did you guys hear about this yeah I did yeah yeah and um, it's it's kind of funny because I actually ended up getting to see the image of of the female like on the ground in the crotchless panties and you see a vagina like and what NPC stands for is non-playable character so this is just a non-playable character in the world um yeah, you do see like Crotch's panties with a vagina. That is weird. How did I like who modeled it, you know? Like who <laughs> like it's crazy that it was it was in there. It was crazy that um it was modeled and that they found it and it was it was pretty much able to go. But um Jim Sterling actually made a really good point. Who did a screen cap for that?
2: For the pussies. No, I yeah, right. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's it's what I find weird is um, there is male nudity yeah, the in game. the in, uh, Watch Dogs, too. Yeah, to like, honest. there's dudes, like, naked, and they'll be pissing with their dicks out. You know, like... You know, and again, it's well, like, it's not super... Now, I, it's I, not super detailed. I think I need this game. <laughs> 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 it's not super detailed. But it's crazy that, like, we... Like, in the early days uh, of, like, gaming, there was a Custer's... What is it? Custer's Revenge? Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Where it's, like, the the female Indian ladies tied to a pole, and you have to, with your boner... And it was like, what, Atari graphics? You have to walk across. Yeah, it was a cowboy dodging dodging arrows. And you have to go and and pretty much insert your penis in the girl. It's always been kind of crazy. Like, from there up until, like, what? It was like Grand Theft Auto 4's uh, The Lost and Damned, where he had that one character that was just standing there in the gym, like, naked with his dick out. Like, it's crazy that we've had, you know, male characters show their dicks but when there's a female's character's vagina everyone freaks out you know i don't know i just thought i thought it was like so weird that like the double standard of both of those like i get it like it should like should it be in the game should it not be in the game there's two little dudes dicks like of course someone hid this they did it they modeled it like bethel said they modeled it so, or or they did something, and they had it in there as like a joke. Someone there's always stuff hidden in in like games' datas or files or something. You know, someone probably did that.
1: Didn't think anyone would find it as quick, but you know, I just <laughs> understand how you banned the person. I mean, if, they, yeah. if it's from the game itself, I mean, I understand banning someone for putting like actually like their own offensive material or something like that. But I mean, if he's just streaming a game. How is he to know that that's gonna pop up? You know what I mean? He's just playing this game. It's kind of, it's hard to. I don't. I don't. I just. I don't see how it's. How it's fair to the person streaming? You know, if they're just streaming a game that they purchased. I mean, then what? Then you can't stream M-rated games. I. You know, what is the rule? then? Yeah, it yeah. just. It's. It's kind of. It's a weird rule.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> so I who
2: was that? So they just wants to know who
1: Mo <laughs> kept it. Yeah. Like- I, go, no,
2: guy, I they, really need to the, do this. One of the guys there is like, hey, uh, Samantha, can you do me a really big favor? <laughs> Samantha.
1: Yeah. I need, I need, uh, this is going to sound really weird, but it's yeah. for the game. I think they're going to go do this. It. Like Samantha, she called out, it's like, shit. Ah, uh, damn it. All right. All right, John, can you do it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Super Mario Run release date price revealed. Super Mario Run will be released on December 15th for iOS devices, Nintendo announced. Players will be able to download the platform auto-running from the App Store for free to try out the game's three modes. After that, the full game can be unlocked for $9.99. Super Mario Run will work on iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch devices running iOS 8.0 or later, and will be launching in 151 countries and regions starting on December 15th. So I listened back at the episode that we recorded about the announcement of uh, uh, Super Mario Run, and I was right that it was going to be $10, and you didn't want it to be $10, and I think, Bethel, you were just kind of like, eh, I'd rather it be cheaper, but not $10. So December 15th, Joe, you got to get your iPad out. Yeah, I'll wait. You'll wait? So, okay, now it's official. It's $10. That's $7 too much. much.
1: I need to see more on it, I guess, just to see what. I mean, is it just a standard endless runner? Is it an endless runner that is a full on Mario experience? Mm. I mean, it could still work. I don't know.
2: Can I see more of
0: his dick in it? (laughs) (laughs) What, What I found funny was, like, right when we talked about it, it was funny how after this got announced and the price. I heard more people saying what Beto said a couple months ago, which was, "I could see myself playing this on day a shit ton on day one and never playing it again." A lot of people were saying that when they announced the the price for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Beto's a visionary. It'll be interesting to see what happens.
0: Yeah, no, no. I mean, a lot of people were talking about this, and I want to see what what your guys's opinion is on on this. If it was any cheaper. If this game was any cheaper, let's say the $2 you want it to be, let's say it was $5. And then the Switch comes out, they have a type of virtual console or classics line, and then they go, hey, this is five dollars. And if you have the phone game, you're like, how come this was two dollars and then that's five? Why would I want to buy that? Do you think like as a company for Nintendo that they would have to have it not overpriced, but at a high price to kind of like Make sense of other their other stuff. Even though yes, it's on a unique device, it's on a different device compared to their what their console would be, or handheld, or you know what the Switch is going to be. Do you think that they, it needs to be that for for like what Nintendo what Nintendo needs to do? Because if it doesn't, I think his name was Jared Petty, and it it, it, it kind of made sense to me. If this doesn't do well, I he doesn't want to see Nintendo jump into like how other mobile games are having to make it like a fee to pay or pay for transactions like nintendo hasn't really jumped into that market they've they barely for you know for the wii u started doing dlc you know like for mario kart super smash brothers they, they they started dipping their toes into that you know not counting what virtual console is yeah. but let's say like okay this doesn't do well you know and people don't buy it because of the price then nintendo switches to that that uh type of payment that other mobile games do that are even shittier you know
1: and and they did still state i mean when they first announced the game that there was going to be some sort of a freemium free version yeah where then you can buy unlock so i mean there's still going to be something like that i mean well
0: you can buy it to unlock the full game yeah so you get it for free try it out see hey is this something i want yeah and then you unlock the full game but let's say this doesn't do well they do something like this again mm-hmm. and then like hey it's free then you can buy all these each individual ones to... uh, There's no... Here's the price to buy all of it. No, it's five bucks to buy the running mode, five bucks to buy the building mode, five bucks to buy this mode. You know, instead Mm -hmm. of just a a flat pay price of 10 bucks.
1: Or here's a bundle of all three for two dollars off or some shit like that. but like why do
0: that if if that model didn't work where they were like here's 10 bucks you get it all Mm -hmm. and then let's say it doesn't work no one it doesn't sell as much as they want they're like you know what these other games that are are doing the the pay different modes we'll just do that there's not gonna be hey give me 10 bucks it'll be five bucks for this mode five bucks for this and in total if you were to buy everything you're spending 15 to 20 Mm -hmm. you know like you get what I'm saying?
1: No, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I, I mean, it, it could go that route. I think, you know, but most mobile. I mean, and I think that's kind of like a. I mean, it's That's not a worst least, case scenario.
0: It's not at least like how Square Enix is. Hey, Final Fantasy. Yeah, everything. Final is... Fantasy IV, 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Buy it. This old game. At least this is a new game. Yeah, it's well, not. It's just like a. We still have to play it, but it's not like they're just slapping. Square you know, Enix doesn't even Mario know how Brothers. to
1: figure anything out, but, paid or freemium. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? No, pay- no, 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 I get you're what you're saying. The yeah, game
0: from the ground up instead of just slapping new Super Mario Brothers here you go. It's on your phone.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I hope it doesn't go that route. Like mm. for them to do that, I hope that they actually still try it. Um, but it's hard to it's hard to really say. You know, I would think with this initial game, it's just on the it's Mario, it's gonna do. Reasonably. Well, I don't know if it's gonna have like long-term staying power But I mean off the you're gonna hear like yep number one of the App Store. It's gonna it's a it's inevitable whether it's the The demo version or the paid version. I don't know Um, I think it's gonna do well. I, I hope Nintendo doesn't doesn't go the whole freemium route. I mean you know, and there's a lot of different ways to do freemium. I'm not gonna, I'm not a fan of it, but I mean, I've heard that there's good ways and there's bad ways of doing it. Square Enix being a champion of the fucking horrible way, mm-hmm. so hopefully it doesn't go that route. But I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's like, I guess it really just boils down to what they offer for what you're getting, um, and we don't know yet. Right. I mean, we know a little bit about it, but we don't know everything about it. But I would hope that Nintendo decides not to go full-on full, full free-to-pay or freemium or however the hell they... Whatever yeah, word yeah. do you want to say it and really... Oh, yeah, like you're saying, $5 for this, $5 for that. It just like...
0: <sighs> I mean, and at the same time, like, Nintendo's always been a company when it comes to their games that they're going to give you everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to give you a polished game. They're going to give you a good game for what you're buying.
1: You know? I would be more like... I, I would... I could see them dropping, like the game, and then adding various level packs. You know what I mean? Like I, I could see it going really that route, and them charging for the level packs. You know, it's a, it's another version of what you're saying. But like I see,
0: that's why I, I would just rather have the what they're doing now, which is, is the full game. Oh, I agree. Bucks. Boom, here you go. But it's I almost, but it, you get into murky waters when it's just oh, like. Like okay, then it's level packs, and then you're like, "Well, fuck! I love the the mansion ones. What the hell?" Hey, like, did you
1: like the first world? Second world is only a dollar more, you, you, and it's it's scary, but it's something that they that it could. I'm sure someone's probably gone and been like, "Hey, we can tell them like if this." If this. this doesn't do well, If is yeah, this no, 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 model, yeah, yeah exactly. if $10, yeah. You know, yeah. There's a lot of different ways it can go. If this doesn't do well, you know, there's your way, there's the level pack way, there's who else? Who? No- oh God some sort of Nintendo money that you earn <laughs> per level. You know what I mean? Some bullshit like that was like, oh, here, 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 buy 10,000 Nintendo money for, fuck, you know? That's like, if to make it a grind, you just, I, you know, who knows? Beto, what do you think?
0: <laughs> Persona 5 release date delayed to April. Persona 5 has been delayed until April 4th, 2017 in North America and Europe. In a statement, Atlus said that the Japanese release of Persona 5 smashed all our expectations and as a company we decided that we owed our fans the very best effort to make Persona 5 our gold standard in localization. Practically, this means redoubling our QA and localization efforts and even returning to the studio to record previously unvoiced lines. We don't want to rush this game. The statement adds, and in the case, it meant we needed to move the release date back for the last time. Alongside the delay, Atlas announced that the Western release of Persona 5 will have dual audio options with the Japanese voiceover track available as free DLC at launch. So I'm going to send my death threats to whoever posted this before that it was going to get delayed, Mm, and I am angry. As you should. You know, I I won't lie. When um, I saw this news that it said... Persona 5 delayed till April. I did go no. Like I actually was like shit. I was really like upset. I was like, oh damn it. Mm-hmm. I really was excited to have this in February, but I also tend to go okay, cool. I saved myself money in February, mm-hmm. you know, for it being delayed. So that's cool. Um, sucks, but hey, if they want to work on more, you know, work uh, more on Persona 5, add more stuff, add more auto dialogue instead of like text-based dialogue throughout the game. I'm all for
1: it. Well, the original, okay, not the original. This, this last release date was, what was the date? February 14th. It was, it was on okay, Valentine's February, Day. Four, okay, so February 14th. Okay. So now
0: I got to find something to do on Valentine's Day.
1: Why well, not you just find a date or something? You want to go on a date, Joe? I do not with you. No. Hello,
0: you want to go on a date? No. <laughs> um,
1: Jess! No, that's my wife, you son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> hey, um, whoa, whoa. Sometimes I wear that ring, so.
1: Hey, so here's what I would do. Uh, or here's what I was thinking when they when they called it. Uh, a hey, like I said, you know, if you need extra time to make the game, you know, great and not have bugs and, you know, kind of, you know, ship, it, get it down right. Cool. That's fine. The other thing I thought of was this. Strategically speaking, releasing it April, right? Mm-hmm not a bad idea in, in yeah, yeah. for 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 this reason and this reason alone next week we've got November 29th we've got Final Fantasy 15 Holy shit we okay. do I
0: completely forgot
1: So Final Fantasy 15 comes out next week I'm stoked if the game is great right uh-huh and sells really really well that could be a problem, I mean not not that it's it's a huge problem for Persona, but that could be some sort of an issue for Persona in a couple of months when you know, Persona's coming out and Final Fantasy's already on this run and finally and then they start going, oh, you know, Final Fantasy 39.99, and mm-hmm. it's on sale and then you know whatever, whatever have you. Giving them that extra few months kind of kind of gets people's minds off of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. it they they'll finish the game, finish whatever they've got. Mm-hmm. If it's great, boom, now, they're primed for another experience, and you know that's you know that your 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 hardcore JRPG fans and even the whatever fans new fans coming from it, they're gonna want something else if they enjoy that. Persona will be there, right at that point where you know it's almost like that, oh, it's a, there's a drought. There's no oh no, Persona's there. It could piggyback off that that uh, popularity. Not to say that it needs it so much, but I mean you know it doesn't hurt. Yeah. If the game Final Fantasy 15. Is not good, which we all know is a possibility. Yeah. You know, based on their current, you know, like the tr- the trend and how things have been going for them, you still have that widened that gap. That you know, people are going to buy it no matter what in the few first few months. You know, you say what you want about the game. You can tell someone that it's not a good game, but some people are still going to pick it up no matter what. No matter what, people will play this game, be like, "Oh man, this is not what I wanted," and still have that that date in April, Persona to look forward to so either way i think it's a good move for them you know when it comes to just in a business point even if that's not what their their concern was which it doesn't sound like but i mean you know it doesn't hurt Mm -hmm. i think it's not a bad move i just realized when this airs it will be out already
0: and future me is playing it right now so I hope I like it. I hope
1: you don't cuz it'll be so much funner to hear you <laughs> yeah. talk about how bad you don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean I, I but I mean, you know, in in, in honestly I hope it is good because I mean, if it's good then I'm going to be interested in trying it out too. So I mean, you know, as of right now, I, I hope it's good. They need, you know. The series needs this. <laughs> it needs a mm-hmm. a solid hit. I mean, I know they've got the the PC or the was it 14? Yeah, the online, you know, that's that did pretty well for them. But I think they really need something. Yeah.
0: Beto, Persona 5 delay?
1: You still gonna get it?
2: Yeah, I'll still get it, but, I mean... I'm not big on Persona, so I'm just like, mm. yeah, it looks fucking nice, but I'm just like, yeah, I can wait more. Probably, yeah, I can prob- wait longer.
1: He's probably gonna be busy playing Final Fantasy 15 anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got
0: two news topics. I think you guys will be really interested in, so I'm gonna say both of them because they're both Ubisoft. Ubisoft to move away from heavily scripted games. Ubisoft will reportedly be incorporating less narrative in its upcoming games. According to an interview with Lamonde translated from a game industry biz, Ubisoft Chief Creative Officer Sergei Hasquit said that each Ubisoft game should be an anecdote factory. While the games will still have a story, the more freedom the player has in series like Watch Dogs and Far Cry, the more unexpected things can happen. Hasquit wants players to express themselves and then share this unexpected moment with their friends. The first game to really embrace this change in the direction will be the next Assassin's Creed. Um, Also, another thing from Ubisoft. Ubisoft to stop charging for some kinds of DLC. As Ubisoft seeks to extend the life of its games with continued support for 5 to 10 years after launch... The publisher will no longer charge for DLC that is inherent to the core experience. The key is to if not adding something on top of the actual experience of the game, then it is no good, because you'll be asking for more money for the wrong reasons," Ubisoft VP of Live Operations and Blondel Joan told Game Industry Biz. Also, if the content is compulsory for the gamers, it's no good as well, she added. Likening the situation to an amusement park where the entry for fee grants you access to all the rides But you have to pay extra for merchandise and food Blondel pointed out to Rainbow Six Siege as a good example of Ubisoft putting this approach into practicing Ensuring that every player has access to all of the games modes and maps they're cutting back on story and Not really charging for some DLC that they're saying and every time going into the dlc part or actually you know what no going into the story part what do you think of that them not focusing on story that much i would think for people who are fans of assassin's creed that i know i've known over the years
1: have been really into the story parts of assassin's creed so the issue i have with that is kind of this the ubisoft model as it stands already is pretty much have a story um, try to make it engaging but then give people a million different other things to do to pad out the game because that's what supposedly people that's what they want yeah in doing that you're already kind of just you're you're leaving that game open to the narrative can never be that strong you know what i mean in an open world game like that i mean in sp- certain o- open world games yes but when you have that many things to do mm-hmm. you need in a, a reason in a game, yeah you there's no reason so like even if you have a like you, you could do a mission where something serious and dramatic happens but then you know if you've given if you're giving someone the ability to go do fucking random missions that don't have anything to do with that and they're all just funny and just you know there's no connection you know like, how do you how do you get from point a to pay point b yeah so in a way, I see that this is something for them that I think they like, or they they just like, yeah. Why don't we just just give them this? And but at the same time, you know, where are you gonna have time for? You know, I almost feel like you're devaluing your games in a way. You know, it's just like here's the next Assassin's Creed, point A to point B. Here's all these other stuff you can do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the only game that I ever that that really for me ever was kind of structured like that that I really liked but it was for a lot of other reasons was because it was Crackdown yeah Crackdown was story yeah, I mean yeah. there was a there was some several of some story, a story. Yeah, yeah yeah but they it was all about you know infiltrating specific areas and killing your targets uh-huh. you know the, the, these these people and it was cool I really enjoyed that I don't know if that would work so much with a game like Assassin's Creed or Far Cry or I don't you know I'm not sure if that's where they're headed for mm-hmm. but I don't I don't know it just kind of um I don't know, man. I mean, anytime you talk about, nah, we want less story. Yeah, yeah. that could go really wrong in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent of story in games. It is. I like the stories. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I'm not a big fan of this. But then, I, you know, I'm not big. I haven't been playing a lot of Ubisoft games. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm interested in a couple of the new games they got out. But I don't know if going forward after that, if there would, you know, if it's, you know, I don't know if I would be so so quick to pick up a game from them if i knew you know knowing that going forward
0: yeah and it's weird to to i don't know it's also weird to announce that like hey we're gonna focus less on story and more i mean gameplay is important but i think for actually you know what for a lot of people i think to them some people don't care about story and they just get into the gameplay so this is a positive for some people if you really do think about it Mm -hmm. some people who don't care about story you know but for me i like both i like having Mm -hmm. both gameplay and story to push me to to play into the games you know and 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 getting older i think for me what i focus more now is the story it keeps me going Mm -hmm. it keeps me wanting to keep playing but i can completely understand when someone doesn't care about that and just wants to play a game Mm -hmm. Um,
1: i'm just scared that they're gonna end up like like they took the like Specifically like Ubisoft they took the whole idea like oh no, fans want more things. They want their game to be longer Mm -hmm. They want to pad it out experience. So let's just give them a a thousand different random not really matter Missions and stuff they can do that really don't matter. Yeah yeah. to try to pad out this game Uh You know, I felt like the way they took it really homogenized the entire their entire all of their 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 games where they were all the same thing Yeah, yeah. I climb this thing to open up your map that was a staple of you know when Assassin's Creed did that at first mm-hmm. I was like oh that's kind of cool but then all of a sudden it was in everything it was in Watch Dogs it was you know the original Watch Dogs you're just like seriously mm-hmm. Far, uh, Far Cry far cry you had to climb up a tower to open up the mat it was just one of those yeah. things where it's like god it's in every fucking game everything yeah, feels yeah. the
0: same even though you're looking at different viewpoints or different angles yeah. it's still the same it's thing it's the same thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm I mean, you can make that argument about other things in games too you like, can you know like oh you're always jumping you know jumping's the same thing
1: you know but no i get what you're saying, I get what you're saying. but like every ubisoft there it became the ubisoft or the ubisoft formula mm-hmm. every game had this they had this they had this they had a shitload of you know open and open world missions that you could do um it just seemed and after a while like every game was just like god you know you you see that and you're just like why do i want to play it Every it's everything's the same yeah yeah and, and getting rid of story to me would take you down I, I could see them taking it to an extreme where you're just like why am i playing this what is the point yeah, of yeah, this you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah so i don't know i'm not a big fan of it but we'll see what happens
0: also with the DLC too, it's it's like it's it's good to hear that, mm. but they're a big proponent on DLC that doesn't matter. Oh, like yeah. you, you, they every time, and it's always when people make a chart, it's always a, for a Ubisoft game. What vendor are you buying it for? Amazon, GameStop, Best yeah. Buy, Walmart, Target. Each have specific DLC. Here's a chart, and like if you were trying to get everything, you'd have to like buy one from each each company or oh this one has what GameStop has so you don't have to buy that one but this is a chart for all its DLC that it's giving you Mm -hmm. which most DLC pre-order DLC is shit unless it's like getting a free extra character that you don't have to pay for sometimes but if they could undo that bullshit and just make it actual important DLC and focus that on the actual game that's good But it's funny to hear that from the company who's doing the most extreme type of DLC you know other people do extreme type of DLC where it's just stupid and it's just like stuff that doesn't matter that should be in the game you know so what is that to them though Mm -hmm. are we still going to see those charts which I think we will because they'll be like oh no but this is incentive for you for pre-ordering this doesn't cost you anything it's like it's true but if I'm a fan of this game and I want to get everything I can't unless it,
1: it becomes purchasable later it's funny because like you bring up ubisoft and like like worthless dlc or like you know unnecessary like the, uh-huh. the champions of it i mean look no further than um rainbow six <clears throat> siege that game had a 30 dollars season pass but they had announced beforehand that all maps going forward were going to be free uh-huh. what you were paying for in that 30 dollars Was basically access to the specialists, which were new character classes that were going to be coming out, uh, you know, over time, like the maps, and basically access to those, and then like a specific some I think it was some, some like wardrobe, you know, some just random shit like that, and then like a specific amount of the money that you had. Uh So instead of that, because the game was designed, that game I mean I've heard good things about it, but it was designed. With a free-to-play model where you grind you get the money you can unlock a new cha- character classes and do all that stuff yeah <laughs> but like when you think about it it's like so really all you're charging me for is access to these specialists which i don't even really need yeah. you know what i mean and some extra cash to buy yeah. random bullshit, and thirty dollars and it was just one of those that's that's where it kind of whole started where i started noticing um I was like man it's like a month later in this fucking game that was 99 dollars, the gold edition is already down to like 60 because it was a season pass that was fucking worthless yeah and people bitched up like people were like oh it's bullshit and then people that were fans of the game bitched too was like well if it's worthless what does it matter then what does it care i mean you can still unlock everything so i don't know why you're crying but i mean just the, the fact it's the principle of effect the they're charging 30 dollars for shit that's worthless you don't even need mm. they just felt the need even though they were they wasn't like the well the maps are free what else can we charge him for? We need to give, we need to have a season pass of something. And it just, you know, it's it's ridiculous. It got just ridiculous with that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's more of just a wait and see and how they, they kind of, they're going to be putting out the games, you know? Mm-hmm. Beto? He's speechless. <laughs> he cannot believe that. They're doing this, like right now. This whole time, Beto's just been looking at us and shaking his head, like he Mm -hmm. can't believe it, like he's so completely speechless. Yeah, yeah. We, you don't have to say anything, dude. Like we we get you. Like every the audience understands your pain. All right, that's gonna be it. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Welcome back, and when you listen to this episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, tomorrow is the Video Game Awards 2016 by Jeff Keighley. He's a man. I like Video him. No one games. talks shit. So I thought, it'd be be fun. I thought it'd be fun to kind of go through what some of the nominees are and what games, and for us, not to choose what we think will win, pretty much choose what we want to win. So we're gonna start this off with this category is (coughs) most anticipated game god of war horizon zero dawn mass effect andromeda red dead redemption 2 and the legend of zelda breath of the wild we'll start off with beto beto which is your most anticipated game of next year what was it harambe the most anticipated game
2: of uh it's a uh, no uh, for me it's uh, red dead what i think red
0: dead
1: cool. joe hmm. i'm really honestly been, i'm looking forward to zelda probably the most uh, right now of any other games of those games i
0: am looking forward to god of war i think it's going to be a nice change up for that series you know not the Not the, you know, um, usual gameplay that it has. It looks very different, so that's one I'm looking forward to. Alright, next nominee is for Best Multiplayer Game. And they are... Overwatch. (laughs) All the nominees. Battlefield 1. Gears of War 4. Overcooked. Overwatch. Rainbow Six Siege, and Titanfall 2. Beto? Overwatch. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Joe?
1: Uh, I haven't played much multiplayer of any of those games, but I would I would probably think Overwatch.
0: Well, this is not what you would think would win. This is more of what we would want to win. Um. You know, like, like yeah, we could play like, oh, this is what we think is going to win. But honestly, like me, I would have chosen Overwatch because I really liked Overwatch. Beto's choosing Overwatch because he's always talked about Overwatch and I know he loves that game. But this is more you. It's All not right. like, who's right? It's just more of like, who's right of what what's right? Ah, like, uh, sorry. This is more of like, who's right of us that are actually liking these games? Like, we would choose our own stuff. Like, I would I would probably in- still pick, pick Overwatch just because Overwatch. Of,
1: of everything they did and and how there was a lot of, like, very little bullshit involved with the game. So, I would say them still.
0: Cool. Alright. Next nominee. Best sports slash racing game, FIFA 17, Forza Horizon 3, MLB The Show 16, NBA 2K17, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. Beto? I haven't played it, but I'm going to go with FIFA. FIFA.
1: Joe? I would probably like FIFA the most out of all those, (laughs) if I played (laughs) And for me? Madden. Madden. Whoa,
0: Madden's not on it.
1: <laughs> what? FIFA. Right now. Amazon. Twenty-seven dollars. What? FIFA right now. Right now, Bethel. Twenty-seven
0: dollars FIFA right now on Amazon, Bethel. Are you gonna buy it? You just voted for it for best
1: sports racing game. One percent clean.
0: I'm also um picking up uh I'm gonna choose FIFA. Because, because because I haven't played any of these. Just because. Just because. Just because. Because I can. The next one is Best Family Game. And the nominees are Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, Pokemon Go, Ratchet and Clank, Skylanders Imaginators, Beto? Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go?
1: Joe? I'd say Pokemon Go too.
0: Pokemon Go. It did bring the family together. It did. It, it, it's and a family game. Do people still play it though? I don't think so. <laughs> I heard either.
2: somebody. It was weird. I heard somebody playing it today. Like before that, like I, and I don't hear anybody mm-hmm. talking
0: about it. Anymore. Me, just because I like this game, I'm choosing Dragon Quest Builders but uh bringing up it's kind of funny that you bring up uh if anyone's playing pokemon go Mm -hmm. because when i was at disneyland i heard friends and again it wasn't kids these were like young you know like people our age talking about like do you know that jeffrey still plays pokemon go Fuck, he still plays that game like they were judging him because he still has fun with this game and i thought all right i want to be like Alright, if he's still playing it, he's still having joy coming from it. You got tired of it a long time ago, completely understand, so did I. But they're basically judging this kid who's not there. And I think they don't want to hang out with him because he plays Pokemon Fucking <laughs> Next nominees are... Best Fighting Game. Killer Instinct Season 3. King of Fighters 14 pokin Tournament and Street Fighter 5 I was like Killer Instinct no this is more like what you would like yeah. Killer Instinct okay okay, no 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 I, I was disappointed by Street Fighter
1: Joe uh, Killer Instinct
0: cool and I'm gonna choose pokin Tournament cause I had a lot of fun with that game mm-hmm. When it came out, I really did. You know, again, we talked about it. Street Fighter V had a great... You know... Um, had, you know, a great... um Gameplay. But it just wasn't... Didn't have the full... Full shebang bang.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. Next is... Best action adventure game Dishonored 2, Hitman, Hyper Light Drifter, Ratchet and Clank, and Uncharted 4 A Thief's End. Beto. Uncharted 4.
1: Joe? Uncharted 4.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna choose Uncharted 4 as well. That I had a lot of fun with. Best action game. Battlefield 1, Doom, Gears of War 4, Overwatch, and Titanfall 2. Overwatch, probably. Beto? Overwatch. Joe? What was the
1: second one?
0: It was Battlefield 1, Doom, Mm -hmm. Gears of War 4, Overwatch, or Titanfall 2.
1: Oh, I'm gonna say, ah, uh, shit. <laughs> Who would I want to win that? I'm gonna say Doom. Doom? Yeah. I got a feeling that game. Just, I mean, I liked it. I think, I think it's gonna win some awards this year. It's gonna be a sleeper. Yeah.
0: It's gonna be pretty big. And I'm gonna choose Titanfall 2 because I liked what I played so far. But I didn't finish it. But Overwatch was a better shooter next one best vr game batman arkham vr eve valkyrie job simulator res infinite and thumper these are all ps4 games on the ps4 vr but i, wonder, I, I mean most of these like
1: i wonder if they're is just basically specifically a psvr category <laughs>
0: thumper job simulator <laughs> so eve much, valkyrie
1: so much more affordable than
0: like, I think the only thing so far or that's only on PSVR right now is Batman Arkham VR, mm-hmm. and I want to say Rez. But I think the other ones you can play on any other VR devices. But, uh, Beto?
2: I'm going to say none of them because I haven't played them. Oh, yeah, you haven't played any of them. I mean, I played a little bit of Batman one, but not enough. Good versus, but...
1: Joe? Mm, I'm just going to go out with even though I haven't played nowhere near enough to really give a quality answer I'm just gonna say Rez Infinite because that was a lot of fun No, well, it wasn't fun
2: Played a demo yeah. I'll go off in the that was a demo the.
1: I would I would I would risk my uh, my what do you call Pulse? it my integrity my my journalistic name <laughs> <laughs>
0: Next nominees for Best Mobile Handheld Game, Clash Royale, Fire Emblem Fates, Monster Hunter Generations, Pokemon Go, and Severed.
4: The fuck is Severed?
0: Mm, I, I don't know what that game is. Beto?
2: Pokemon Go!
1: Joe? Mm, I feel like I'm not qualified to answer this question. So I'm not gonna. I'm going to pass.
2: Oh no, you do. Yeah. You're On you're this one, you're I do not qualified anymore. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna this say. Go. I'm gonna be honest. mobile gaming. I I I'm I'm I respect the integrity of mobile gaming more than I do virtual reality gaming. Sorry, about that I'm gonna Fire Emblem Fates.
0: I've always liked the Fire Emblem series. It's really fun. It's good stuff. Next category and nominees. Best independent game. Ooh. Firewatch. Firewatch.
2: Hey! Firewatch.
0: Hold on. <laughs> Firewatch. Hyperlight Drifter. Inside. Stardew Valley. And The Witness. Bethel's favorite game of the mm, year. <laughs> <That's quite
1: laughs> the Witness. <goodness. laughs> Bethel? Quit.
0: The Witness? Did you say Firewatch? Yeah. Yeah, Firewatch. Joe? Firewatch. <laughs> and I'm Firewatch too. That game was fucking awesome. Witness was good for a little while. And then I didn't know what the fuck to do. I
2: think, uh... Puzzles were really fucking... I don't know. It's like, the only person that can solve those games, those puzzles, was that fucking games. What is I think, of
0: Derby Blower?
2: What
0: is that? Out of, like, the games we've done, like, kind of side episodes on, like a, a unique thing, that's probably the most I've heard people say they've enjoyed from the show.
1: Although I really Overwatch? did like out of that list, uh, out of that list, Inside, Inside was really good. Which was um, it? It's it's is that the people that made Washington um, and uh, <laughs> no, Cleavon? it's the, the the people that made Limbo. It's their game after Limbo. Oh, I it? never played that. Yeah, it was, was it only It's, on it's kind of like Limbo. Uh, it was it started off on Xbox, okay, but it's yeah. on PS4 now. Okay, um, it's really good, but I would still say Overwatch was, a li- I liked Firewatch, Overwatch. Firewatch, and Overwatch. <laughs> Firewatch, Cross, Overwatch.
0: This is a good one. I think you guys will really like and have trouble choosing who to choose. Best RPG. <clears throat> best. This is in this category. Here are the nominees for Best Performance. Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay in Mafia Three. Is the manga Yeah. Joy Diaz. Sissy Jones as Delilah in Firewatch Emily Rose as Elena in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End Nolan North as Nathan Drake in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End Rich Summers as Henry in Firewatch Trey Baker as Sam Drake in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End Beto? Uh I really like Rich Summers Firewatch yeah. Joe?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to pick between the <laughs> two of them. That's what it's gonna boil down to. Um, I must have the. What's her name? Uh, Denial? <coughs>
0: Denial.
2: Sissy Jones. Oh, yeah.
0: Sorry. Joseph Sissy Jones. And I would say I would also choose Ritz Summer, because I think of, in that game I couldn't even tell like. I couldn't even put the actor in the fa- in in that character's role, <coughs> like the, the image of that actor mm-hmm. in that role. You didn't hate him? Even though, yeah, no, I didn't hate him. Even though you don't see, you're you're playing through the first-person view of that character, you don't see that person's face mm-hmm. until uh, at the I just, end. I just pictured Wreck-It Ralph for first. Oh, did you really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> just Wreck-It Ralph.
1: The whole time. <laughs> He's a dick in fucking mm-hmm. Mad Men at the end. Which time are you? Yeah. He's already kind of like fucking spineless in a lot of ways yeah. early in the series, yeah. but you still kind of like, eh, he's all right. But yeah. Later on, he's like, yeah.
0: Here are the nominees for best music in or sound design. Battlefield 1, Doom, Inside, Res Infinite, and Thumper. Beto? <clears throat>
2: I am not be like Joe. Res Infinite, because that's the
0: only game I played, actually. Joe? Let's see. You've played multiple of these games except for Thumper, right? I thought I played Thumper. I, on, the demo of Thumper. Yeah. Played. It was good.
1: I liked it. It was cool. Um, I would say... What, what, what were the first two again? Battlefield 1. Doom. Inside.
0: Res Infinite. And Thumper. Uh, I'm going to go with Inside. Inside? Yeah. I'm going to go with Res... It's got great music. Nominees for Best Art Direction are Abzu, Firewatch, Inside, Overwatch, and Uncharted 4 at East End. Beto? Firewatch. Firewatch. I like the warm colors.
1: <laughs> Joe? That's tough. It's between Firewatch and Inside, because I think about Inside's art direction was really fucking was good too. Very dark though. Um, I'll say Firewatch.
0: Firewatch? Yeah. Cool. And I am going to pick Overwatch. Because that one, I just liked. I think everything about the art direction and the character design, yeah. especially the world, really helped a lot of people to. To really get really get into into the game.
4: Yeah.
0: That would have been my second choice. Yeah. Alright, the nominees for best narrative. Firewatch. Inside. Mafia three. Oxen free. And Uncharted Four. I, I think, think you're so. just trying to free. Ollie Ollie. OXENFRE. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Firewatch for me again. Firewatch, but, too. Yeah. yeah, Joe, Firewatch. I, I think this is a uh, for all of us. Firewatch, man. I think that was the one where we all just yeah. really, really enjoyed, um, that that game. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you can find it on iTunes or at their dot and it's titled. Stay in your tower and watch. It's a good one. We talk about it at the end, and if you haven't played the game or finished it, you know you can wait. You can wait till we you know, we actually finish the game. These are best studio slash game direction, and the nominees are Blizzard for Overwatch, Dice for Battlefield One, ID Software for Doom, Naughty Dog for Uncharted 4 a Thief's End, and Respawn for Titanfall Two. Now it's not for those games, but these are the companies that you know. You, I'm giving you that name. Yeah, yeah. Recently so you, so you, you know. Yeah. Beta Blizzard, Blizzard, <laughs> Blizzard, Joe,
2: um, <sighs> Naughty America,
0: what
1: Dice, Dice. Yeah, hmm? just based off of Battlefield One, <laughs> really.
0: And I'm going to go with Naughty Dog because they did a really good job with Uncharted. And the other games they've done in the past have been really good. Now for the game of the year nominees, we have Madden. <laughs> <laughs> we have Doom Inside. Overwatch. Titanfall 2 and Uncharted. A thief's end. Beto? Game of the year? Mm hmm. This is game of the year. And again, it's not what you think will win, it's and what you I want. Yeah, who, yeah,
2: I mean, obviously, it's Overwatch. Even though fucking. Uh, Uncharted was great, but Overwatch, I've played that song so, so, so
0: much. Yeah. Joe?
1: i to go against the crane here. And. What I'd like to see win, I would like to see Doom win. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, it'd be really cool if they won. And they did a, they did such a fucking good job. Uh, you know, against with with so much like, I I don't want to say negative expectations, but kind, you know what I mean? Yeah. And man, they delivered. So I would I, I would be i be it'd be cool if they could if they got it. So Doom, yeah and i'd have to go with overwatch
0: i think that is pretty much the game i've really enjoyed this year and also firewatch wasn't in the mm-hmm. nominees so i couldn't really choose the other one Ultra? firewatch mm-hmm. oh so that is it for this year's game awards 2016. these are the nominees that we've chosen for these specific categories so make sure to watch this Thursday and see how it adds up to what we've chosen. Again, uh, we'll let you know who pretty much got the most right, just to see who who did it. Not you know, there's no reward or for any of us. Um, but it's just pretty much to see which one of us was what we liked was closer to what was nominated and what won. Where can you um, watch it? You can watch it anywhere. No, yeah, you can watch it on Twitch. You can watch it on YouTube. Any type of streaming TV. No, it's not part of Spike anymore. Jeff Keighley took it and made it his own thing because Spike kind of like burrowed it to the ground and fucked it all up and made it all shitty. (laughs) And I like Jeff Keighley, man, and what he's doing for the industry and having the award show. It's great. I think he's doing a good job. So make sure to tune in on whatever type of streaming media device service you want to use. Um no, That's a <laughs> actually you like know what? There. It might be. It might. It might be. I'm not joking. Yeah. It could be. Um, I think they even do like the pay per view stuff. Never. Like you can do direct TV thing. I think. I think oh, they, yeah, do, they that. do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and yeah, saw, you know.
2: I saw a couple of things. Was it a Blizzard has that shit too?
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I think they're doing that. But you know, check it out. The Game Awards 2016 hosted by Jeff Keighley. Kojima's gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Not really, but um make sure to watch it's gonna be a good time also before we go we are also having the playstation experience that week as well so i was just wondering from you guys we're all pretty much big playstation fans we like we like what they they give us um anything you you really want to see from the playstation experience yeah okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> um I mean some hopefully Kojima does some but at least, I shouldn't even think that because he's not going to.
0: I don't think he has yeah. enough to show. So mm. I don't know. Me, I'm hoping that we see more of PlayStation showing what's coming for VR. VR, yeah. Yeah, I really want them to really push <clears throat> this because I think that's what we've been talking about for a long time is hopefully they put the support there for the VR, you know, um, so I hope there's a lot of uh, push toward VR Um, I hope there's a lot of games coming out next year that we can get excited for Not, I really want to I want to see a lot of Unknown games or games that will surprise us Not you know, it'd be cool to see a release date for certain games, you know Final Fantasy 7 remake, you know, I don't I don't think there will be but I, I mean, that'd be cool to see, but I'd really like to see something new and then, like, when it might be coming out or, or just an announcement on the game. And I'm going to call it right now. This is what I think is going to happen. Uh, the uh, Crash Bandicoot games, the remakes, they will announce it. They'll show it and say it's available right now. <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm going gonna, gonna to go for it, man. I'm going to go really deep into this, and they're going to go, and it's available. Right now and everyone's like For free if you have Playstation Plus or we're just gonna give you money. No, I was kidding. Um they're That's gonna, that's they're,
1: what it they're means.
0: gonna
2: do Kickstarters
1: for <laughs> oh, oh, oh wait whatever
0: happened to Shamu <laughs> They'll probably talk about it. But yeah, Sh- I mean Shamu or Shenmue. Shamu. He's no, no, no. talking about Shamu. Okay. Is there is there anything you wanna see at the PlayStation experience? Shamu. For <laughs> <laughs> you really?
2: Uh no, I mean, I really like you said, VR is like, I mean, I, I, want it, I want them to showcase a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see more stuff. I don't want them to fucking
1: abandon this. VR. Joe? Yeah. Um, I would like to see, Honestly, I'd like to see some more on... Uh, I'm going to pick a game, a couple of games in particular. Uh, I'd like to see more on the new God of War, because I remember that trailer. That trailer yeah, was really, really cool, and I, I'd like to see some some more, maybe in game stuff. I don't know how far they are on that, but I mean, something to do with that, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a long shot, but even um, uh, it'd be kind of cool to see some anything to do with plans for like the next Destiny, Destiny 2. Yeah. Because I'm still interested in that. I re- I'm not going to go back and play the first one or it's the right. stuff on there, but I would, I'm interested in the second no one.
2: Betas or alphas. Oh, yeah, I would not do that yeah. no more. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. Oh, suffering.
0: it's funny that you bring Destiny because getting the PS4 Pro. Redownloading everything, I I got Destiny digitally, and then when I was gonna hit the button to redownload it, I was like, I haven't touched this. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna waste space on mm-hmm. my hard drive. I just left it in my library. There's no point to go back to that game for me, for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: um, I think those two games are kind of high up on my list, and then
2: the next Call of Duty. Yeah,
1: of for- <laughs> course. Yeah, duh. Um, uh other than i think i mean that's the start i mean the vr stuff eh, i'm I'm like whatever about that right now to be honest with you um but games just just bring me the games man yeah
0: all right you know what i I did a crazy prediction can you make a crazy prediction Mm. if you got one joe you can go whichever whoever.
1: david cage is gonna come dressed as a android and talk about detroit and emotions
0: I'm, I got really mad right now because I just imagined him putting an actual android and being you look so real right emotions it's not me it's your emotions calling the best of you I'm mm-hmm. not robot
1: possibly a Randy Pitchford oh. magic show like he'll open <laughs> he'll open the show with like magic tricks and stuff like that yeah. and then he'll go or not do or uh, Duke Nukem and then it's a brand new Duke Nukem game but they use the same assets <laughs> for the last one <laughs> That battle,
2: yeah. <laughs> Kojima
1: is gonna perform
2: Harry and
1: then all of a sudden, oh, what's his name from Daryl? Will take off his fucking, he'll take off his what do you call it? Uh, he'll have a of takes it off, and it's Kojima, <laughs> and then he's like, But I'm sorry, Daryl has died.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like the Simpsons.
2: Forgiveness, please.
1: <laughs> but he wouldn't even call him by his real name. Maybe they call him Daryl. Daryl. So. But
0: yeah, I'm looking forward to the Game Awards, and I'm looking forward to the PlayStation Experience. So, yep. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you want to follow us. We are on Instagram at Third Party Controller Podcast. You can also send us questions, any emails, anything you want at Third Party Controller at gmail.com. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with. Beto Esparza. And. Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we can to get the job done later. Hey everyone, I'm here with good friend of the show Cody Bentley. He was originally supposed to be on this episode of the podcast, but due to some scheduling conflicts, wasn't able to be on it. But I did hang out with him today, and I wanted to uh, talk with him for a little bit because Cody will be unfortunately leaving us soon, and that makes makes me sad, makes me all it makes all of us sad. But I wanted you to say like where you where you where are you going?
3: What are you doing, Cody? Well, you made it sound like I was like, going to die, so it was a little weird. You have,
0: you have the butt, the butt disease. The butt I just can- heard it right now when you're in the bathroom. <laughs>
3: the, bu- the butt cancer was coming out. Uh, I will be moving to Berlin, Germany, in about four days to uh, take a job in computer programming for HTML5 games.
0: Nice. Uh, what? Um, Why would you want to do this? What made you? What led you into? Because you've been coding for a while and then going into Germany, or going to Germany and doing all this, like how did that all end up happening?
3: Well, I started teaching myself how to program like a year ago. Started making HTML5 JavaScript games for fun. Met some people online. Um, One of my good friends ended up getting a job in Germany at a company that makes uh, web and mobile games, and uh, he basically hooked me up with a job there. So it's an opportunity I can't pass up to do something I love to do.
0: So how do you feel going into a completely different country,
3: like Germany? Absolutely terrified. That's why I just shit myself in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, it's scary going, you know, halfway across the world, changing career fields to somewhere you don't know the language, you don't know the culture, but overall it's pretty exciting. I mean, how much, um, you've told me a lot about, you know, coding and, and
0: what you've done, but like, what what makes you enjoy it? Like, what's the fun aspect of it? um you sometimes spend like hours like just coding and coding and like for some people it could be tedious and time consuming and they just want to give up but you had fun doing it and you'd always like you'd you know either it be through snapchat or or you'd send it to me you'd show me like what you were working on and you know you have to do this to make this type of thing happen a bounce and animation um what is it about coding and what you're going to be doing that like drives you to keep doing it like you want to pursue this there's a reason like what would you know
3: why well,
0: well, why uh, <laughs> <laughs> should I cut that out that no, no no
3: no it's, <laughs> why? Why? you know I, I don't know man it's, it's a lot of fun to do for me um, I mean I've always been a fan of technology and especially doing stuff like I'm doing right now just with like you know simple games you know um, puzzle games 2D games um, it's really the problem-solving aspect that comes down to because like you said it could take hours like I mean I could write a program or an app or a game and Like when I first started started I would try and build something like a huge portion of something without Like reviewing it or testing it and it, that's frustrating because you spend you know Even two or three hours building something you expect to work and then you go and it just it's completely broken and nothing works and um, it's the problem-solving aspect that keeps me going because it's fun for me like I, I like to, to break a problem down and try and fix it and especially when you have something that's not necessarily tangible but you can see it work is just super satisfying even if it's taking you you know two weeks to build a really stupid simple game I mean some of the things when starting out will be as simple as like a click game where you just wanna click on the screen and it'll add a sprite or something will react in a certain way. And people don't understand how much time and effort goes into these silly things that they download for free or they they mess around with for free. It's, it's a lot of work that goes into it and it's something that I can respect, um, especially with like games, you know, I, I used to bash on games and a lot of people do, you know, they're like, well, this is broken, this doesn't work right, that doesn't yeah. work right. After doing any kind of coding, you realize that, like, on the scale that these companies are building things, you know, especially, like, popular games like Overwatch or Destiny or or anything, Call of Duty, you know, Diablo, Skyrim, like you complain about this tiny little portion of something that's broken, but you don't realize that that tiny little portion was like hundreds of hours of somebody's work. And sometimes there's a compromise. Like that doesn't work for a reason because it compromises something else, either efficiency or if you were to fix that, you'd break something that was really important and it was a priority. So it's just fun to take a problem, figure it out, and see your results and have it work.
0: It's kind of cool to also see, like, it opens up your eyes of, like, what they have to deal with, and and like you said, everyone would just be like, oh, this is broken, but actually being able to do it and seeing all the work that they have to do, you understand why. So it's a a nice eye-opener and what people have to deal with.
3: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, I still catch myself playing, like, major games where something doesn't work like I think it should, or the community thinks it should, and then you kind of have to just step back and... And stop being so aggressive with these companies that are spending so much time and money into something to make something enjoyable. You know, there's there's give and take, um, especially when you look at like the indie game world. Mm-hmm. You know, and people will bash on something, or you know, I'm on forums and people will post something that they made and. And people will still bash on it, even in the community of people who are doing it. They're like, well, that's garbage. Like, that's shit. Yeah. And it's like, you should know, like, the amount of time it takes somebody to do this. Like, okay, maybe it needs to be refined or polished or something needs to be changed. Like, they can do that down the line. You have to respect the idea and the effort and time and pride someone took into building something. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you showing me a
1: long
0: time ago. Your It was basically a, a, a text adventure game. And you were showing me all the code that went into basically going, you're walking down a forest, a hobbit runs by you, do you like go into the hole that it goes in, or do you do this, and you click on it, and it was maybe five clicks, and it's done, but you showed me all this code that you did just to do that text-based adventure game, and, and to me, that was like, Holy shit! There's a lot to it. You think it's just like a quick copy paste these words, but you nope. Know, someone has to 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 code this program for it to be able to work. And and there's different, I think the words variables of, of ways that this could happen. And and then it makes you think these other games that have you know bigger budgets and that have dialogue trees and any little thing that you do, they have to know ahead of time that, okay, this person, like, a few hours ago chose this option, so you gotta make sure this other option works with this option when they keep continuing in the game and choose different pathways.
3: Yeah, it's funny, I completely forgot about making that. Yeah, and that was just like a really simple, it was all written in JavaScript, so it was just a text game in the browser. And, you know, what you have to do is, like you said, there's hundreds of lines of code, which in reality now, like projects that I've worked on, you know, that's nothing. But hundreds of lines of code for something so simple, like a five-question text game, and you had to write all this stuff, and and it's just, it's kind of ridiculous when you look at it, and it's like, all it is is it's just question-and-answer based. So, like you said, with games that have dialogue-driven... I mean, I haven't played a ton of them. I know, like, Mass Effect's one of them, you know, or, or, like, Undertale. Undertale's a huge one on, like, how you interact in the game will change the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there has to be so many different, like, not only so many different variables of what the player is going to do, but you have to build a game that's strong and will react to each one of those. So, essentially, with games like that, if you have three separate endings, you're essentially building, you know, three separate games, you know, in one. And, and it's it's tough, um but it's it's a ton of fun to do something like that and see it work and i remember i was so like, cracking up when i made that game like yeah. just as such such a simple like there's no rendering no graphics no nothing it's just yeah. literally like question and answer based and i was so happy when it works yeah. like oh my god it <laughs> works and it's just so dumb you know looking back where you know especially coming from like i taught myself so it's hard to get into stuff with no formal training, but that was, that was fun. I don't even think I have that anymore. I don't know what happened to <laughs> it, it's just gone.
0: No, I remember it because I, I remember just being like, kind of, oh shit, there's a lot of, I mean, to me it looks like a lot of stuff, but like you said, like, that's nothing, yeah. compared to what people gotta do. That's like, oh, I could do that in like, probably someone could do it in less than five minutes. Oh, yeah. No big deal. Oh yeah, and if you need anyone to pick you up a Nintendo Switch, I'm your guy.
3: Uh, yeah, we were talking about this today. I, you, you know, I'm not a fan of Nintendo. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. No, ha- you
3: love Nintendo because of Zelda. Okay. Well, yeah. They've okay. So they've done one good thing.
0: You uh, you know what? No, you <laughs> like you like Zelda. You are a fan of Nintendo, but these past couple of console launches, you haven't been a fan of.
3: <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I I haven't purchased a Nintendo console since the 64, and like I, they never had any draw to me. You know, I have a DS. I love the DS. I thought that was an awesome uh, handheld. Nintendo's always had the market Period. But, no, the switch is going to be awesome, man, because we're talking about Germany and, like, I'm going to have to take the train and public transport, you know, and yeah. being an American, that's, that's weird as hell. Like, uh-huh. we don't we do not do that. Like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. someone's taking the bus, they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you on the bus? <laughs>
0: you must do, be poor, Yeah, do you need a job? <laughs> like, Especially in California.
3: Yeah, California's horrible, you know, but being there, I'm going to be on the train. I mean, their public transport is how, like, you know, 70% of the population gets around Berlin. Yeah. So... You know it's cheap, it's efficient. So I'm gonna—that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna buy a car out there. You can't yeah. get a license. So yeah, the switch will be awesome because I could just take it on the train with me and play it on the train yeah. until I get mugged, which may happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've lived in some ghetto areas in the U.S., but at least I, I knew the language. I could get yeah. out of it there. They may start yelling at me. I have no idea yeah. what the hell's going on. So now I'm excited for it, man. I'm looking forward to the new Zelda game. I keep forgetting the title the hell is it breath of the wild ah breath of the wild that's what it is it's a breast of fresh ass
0: <laughs> yeah man whatever games or, or or anything you need that way you can have an american console that way whenever you come back you're not stuck with a
3: console from germany i know that's what i was wondering too because i wanted to take my ps4 out and i was like well i can't do that you know, well i mean i could i could still play it but i can't buy any hard i can't even buy digital copies can you I think you can because you could still
0: have the store. You can have the PlayStation store. Only thing is, like, what you'd have to do is just like, I could get you codes and to just send you the code numbers for for the um, like uh, like you you're yeah. like, hey, I want to buy, or or you could probably use your credit, credit card. card yeah. yeah, yeah, you could use your credit card, but if you want to just be like, hey, can you give me a get me a gift card? Sure. And then you just, like, give me the money, and then, like, here's the code. And then you enter it, if you need to do it that way.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. I mean, I'm going to leave my PlayStation here anyway, because, you know, as you saw, it has a mind of its own. And it turns itself on and off. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's going to catch fire one of these days. But, but yeah, I mean, an American console would be nice out there, because, I mean, I'm not going to... I don't plan on being out there for, you know, like a year tops. Yeah. Like, absolute most. So, the Switch... I think that's gonna be my next. I mean, I, I it hurts me to say that, but I think that's actually gonna be my next console.
0: Why? Is, why does it hurt you? Because it's,
3: it's a Nintendo. I don't know, man. Like it's just. It, it seems like they're so gimmicky. <laughs> they're so gimmicky. They are, and like it works. Yeah. yeah but like I, for some reason, I just can't get over it. Uh-huh. And the Switch is another gimmick. Like it is. Well, <sighs> no. It's,
0: I mean, they're bre- They're combining both console and handheld in one. Which is pretty cool. But again, we won't know more till January 12th is when they have the live stream. So we'll find out more. For all we know, they're going to do stuff where we're not going to enjoy what they're doing with it. But, but we don't know what yet, really. The, Nintendo can still screw this up. Yeah. They still can. I mean, as much as... I, like, I'm like, i going to get a Switch regardless because I love Nintendo. So I'm just the, the Nintendo... <laughs> I'm just the Nintendo whore. But... Um, Yeah, man, you need it. I could grab it for you and then ship it, and then you just pay me. Give me that American money, you know, that German money.
3: (laughs) That German money, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the Switch, yeah, I think it depends, dude. Like we talked earlier, it depends on the price point. That's really what it's going to come down to for me, because like we were talking, like if they want to charge, if they charge more than $300 for it, I won't buy it.
0: Well, I just read an article right now that a UK retailer is price guaranteeing their Nintendo Switch pre-orders, and when you do the price change, the it's comparison. 250. They're price guaranteeing, so if it's up, if it's actually priced more, they're price matching whatever someone if you pre-order it now. So unless they let the cow out of the bag early, and are giving out the price before Nintendo officially announces it, or they're really gonna take a big fucking loss if it's more than that. Yeah. So.
3: 250 I would I would spend that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's a good deal. But, like, it, you know, like we were saying, like, if it's more than that, if for some reason it's more than that, if it's more than 300 bucks, like, even if it was, like, 305 dude, I would be like, you bastards, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, when you think about it, like, what they're doing, there's a lot of technology and, like, functionality in it. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's not cheap to make, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, compared to a typical console. I mean, there's a lot going into it. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing I'm worried about, I don't know if I want to buy it right at launch, is... It's this is new, this is new. No one's done this before. Yeah. So there may be a shit ton of bugs, you know, with the first launch. But Nintendo's pretty good about yeah, quality assurance. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Wii's never just shit out. The Wii U's, as far as I know, never did. The DS has yeah. worked well. It's not like Xbox and PlayStation where like, they pump shit out and it just breaks. Mm-hmm. Grant, granted yeah. my PS4 yeah. Granted this is launch PS4 This yeah. was day one And it's been five years or whatever I had to get a pro So I
0: wouldn't hear a jet engine In my room anymore
3: Oh yeah mine's the same way dude But yeah. but mine turns itself on and off too <laughs> I have to leave it unplugged
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nah but I'll, I'll probably pick one up We'll, we'll see what happens um, It also depends on how busy I am out there You know I'm I'm going out there to learn So I don't really want to concentrate A lot of my time on just fucking off Yeah You know yeah. So should be good we'll find out it's, up, it's out in
0: March then you'll let me know how you're doing over there I may
3: be back by, I may be back by March we'll see
0: <laughs> okay thanks for for taking this time to answer some questions I think all of us at third party controller me Joe Bethel we're, we're happy for you I'm gonna miss you I mean I'll still you know I'm gonna see you when you come down whenever that happens but I'm proud of you I am this is, this is really cool you know I'm going to miss my gay brother. (laughs) No, Cody's not gay. But, um... No, man. I'm happy um, that you're going to do this. This cool adventure. And I'm going to miss you, but... You're doing some pretty badass shit, dude. Honestly. it's, It's cool. A lot of people wouldn't do it. I mean, not like it's stupid, but some people would be...
3: <laughs> some people would be like... Some people wouldn't do that. That's a dumb idea.
0: No, 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 no. Some people would be too afraid to, like, do things thats that aren't familiar. You know, like like things that, oh, this isn't what I usually do, or this is out of the norm, or I'm, I don't know where this place is. I'm not going to do it. And they miss out on a lot of cool stuff. So what you're you're doing is completely going to a... A different country, but not only are you gonna grow from it and learn from being somewhere completely different than America, because right now America's just not going <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna learn. You're, you're you're building experience, and that's the coolest thing. And a lot of people, and we kind of had a discussion about this. A lot of people don't try to better themselves, and but you are. You know, you could have just been like, oh, I could do this. Nah, it's too much work. But you put the work into it you're you're continuing your work and what you like to do. And and I think it's cool and and, and I respect it and um it's like so word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> um it's honorable like it is. I really, you know, to me,
3: I'm going to miss you though. To
0: me. To me. <laughs> no, I'm going to miss you,
3: man. It's it's you know. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Like you said though, like I I view life as like like this is a huge risk that I'm taking. Really, I mean, I left you know a pretty good paying job um, to take. Basically, this job I'm taking is basically it's it's an, it's essentially an internship. It's paid. It's a job. It's a paying job, but it's an internship. So like. I may be moving out there for, for nothing. I mean, I'll learn, but, like, if I don't do well and can't merge with the company well, then they won't keep me. Yeah. So, taking a big risk, but, I mean, as you've known me for, what, what two, 10 years almost? Um, I think about 11 to 12, maybe? Yeah, yeah, a long time. I mean, we've known each other over a decade. Yeah. And, like, I, I that's how I've, the person I've come to be is, like, if there's an opportunity, even if it's a risk, like, I'll take it because... There's no point in being afraid to fail. When you fail, you learn. So whether it works out or not, you get something out of it. So it's worth it. Words from a
0: gay bearded man. No, no, uh, no, yeah, man. Thanks for for being on here. If you need anything, I'm here. You're like a a little brother to me, but you sound older than me. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I've known Bethel for a long time, you, Joe, so it's cool, man. Thanks for being on this real quick. This real? Quick, quick, quick little end interview. Of
3: course. I love you. I love you, too.
0: Let's make out now?
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe when this is off.
0: Yeah. <laughs>